What's up guys, it's Hot Take without the Hot Take here, and yes, we might be a day day late and maybe a dollar short, but we are back for another week of Junior Senior 2 Views. I'm here with, once again, Senior, say hello. Hello everybody, we're back. Well, we're just a week out from the draft, but when we have a lot more to talk about this week, so let's get straight into it. All First right. off, we're going to be talking about the Dodgers and the Padres. So Very good matchup so far. Very good matchup, but last week the Dodgers played, this week they're playing... So, last week, the Padres and Dodgers played. Uh, it ended up being Dodgers winning two out of three. Something or nothing with this series. This whole entire... It's turning into a rivalry. It's, it is a very good rivalry, and it's fun to watch, considering I'm, they're in the same division. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to be facing each other a lot this year. Um, both teams are a machine. Both teams have star, legitimate star talent. Both, they don't have much weaknesses in their roster. And if they meet in the playoffs again, it's going to be a great series. Look, I think it comes down to pitching, and I think the Dodgers head, head and shoulders above the Padres. Oh, of course. Like, that um, rotation is ridiculous. I also think the Dodgers have a little bit more firepower. I mean, outside of Machado and Tatis Jr., I couldn't name another player, really. Maybe maybe Cosme at first base for the Padres. Outside of that, I think it's still, you know, the, you know, the father to the son in that division. There's really oh, nobody course. else the outside pa- of that. Well, the so. Padres are the are the underdog in this situation. Right. We all know this because the Dodgers are a machine. Yeah, they they are just a baseball vagabond. Right. So it's going to be that's the that's the question for the Padres. Their goal is to beat LA in the playoffs. Yep, but I think moving forward, I don't think I think it's going to still be the Dodgers winning that division hands down. I yep. think the Padres still have a, a little bit more work to do as far as becoming more consistent and eventually. Leapfrogging the Dodgers. Well, they, they've also... got a good culture forming. Jay Stingler is doing good work. Yeah, look, I think ultimately it comes down to more cash because the Dodgers have boatloads of it and they're getting the guys they need in. Well, they're putting money into the system. They pay. They paid Machado and they paid Tatis. So oh. you never know what's happening there. All right, moving on. How about the A's? The A's have won about eleven straight games. And let's cons- just—it is star, it, it is star of the season, but yeah. they are playing very good baseball. I mean, the the AL West is kind of a it's kind of a, a, a crapshoot, sort of. You have you have a couple teams that maybe can do something. the The A's have already the A's have already shown out the Mariners a lot in in series past. Yeah. So it's always it's always a battle between it's a throw it's a three way battle between the Astros, A's, and Mariners. I look. I honestly believe that you know think consider the A's and consider every single year practically they are within striking distance of winning the division or getting to the playoffs but ultimately lose. Well I Billy well Billy Bean's back. So. Right. So I can't I and I honestly can't name a single player on their team. There's not one well there's not one Well the one. A's have never been about getting star talent. Right. Like, we know this. They've never been about they're a small market team. Oh yeah. They are the epitome of a small market team. That's what Moneyball era was about. Of course. When Billy Bean was at his prime. Right. So they're not the cutting edge of analytics anymore, but they are but they are there. They still end up winning with what they have. So because I think it's just they have a culture. Right. They have a culture, a team that can push forward and get wins. Is it sustainable? Probably not. Last um, year was sustainable because of shortened season. Ownership doesn't has never wanted to spend with the A's. Never. No, they're not going they're, to they're not going to. Um, they can't even they spend on the stadium. They no. They ownership the doesn't want to spend because ownership doesn't want to spend. The city doesn't want to spend. Because, let alone ownership. Well, Oakland has a the city of Oakland has enough problems outside of its right, sports franchise. Right, but you can consider this for a second in, in in the context of if we're talking about franchises. The the Raiders left 
because they wanted a stadium and the city was like, uh-uh, I ain't giving you nothing, yeah. so you can go to off to L.A. There's been talk for years so and Las years. Vegas, yeah. There's been talk for years and years about Oakland going to San Jose. Or Vegas. Or somewhere else. Not even Vegas, or somewhere else because of the fact that the city will not, you know, go halves with the friend, with the with the actual organization around the new stadium. Well, so that that might I think it just play. comes down. It's the the issue is more ex- existential because the city of Oakland's always had problems. We know this. Um, it's never going to. It's always going to be funding its social programs to help its citizens and not the not the sports franchises. I know that's push pull. All right, moving on. Matt Harvey gets a win in over two years. And let me, for Mets fans out there who are listening to the show, or maybe not. Let me give you a quick story. Matt, Matt Harvey, Harvey in the farm system with the New York Mets up until four years ago. The Dark Knight moniker came through. He was their ace. Yep. Absolute ace, absolute stud. But then he the changed. wheels came off. Well, the last memory I really have of him is when in the 2015 World Series you had you had um in that in that series deciding game, they blew that save with after eight Shutout innings from him. Yeah. Eight shutout innings. So, just to give you some context, he had so he had severe injuries. The the, the Mets ultimately was shelved because of surgery. And then he was then he, he was, was released. He refused to be sent down to the minors. Right, and then he was released. And, and he DFA'd. Right, he released. He was released. Played with the Anaheim Angels for a quick for a quick stint. Is now playing with the Orioles and got his first win into over two years. I would say it's somewhat newsworthy because of the fact that he's come back from a long road. Outside of that, not really newsworthy because he was a former Met, and I think he was at his peak with the Mets, and now he's fighting to get back in. Of course, it's always gonna. You always hear stories about um, players maybe reaching their former glory, but well, may, maybe. But he's fighting and clawing his way back in, and the Orioles need as much help as they can get. Yeah, so I'm sure Matt Harvey will get more starts because he's with the Orioles and he's because, probably the most experienced. Pitcher because the time. Orioles, Orioles are going through a full scale rebuild. They are. All right, we'll talk enough about that. Moving on. The New York Knicks are relevant. That is my headline story, folks. As a Knicks fan, I get it. They haven't won in a long time, but... They're back. You don't hear from James Dolan anymore, and that's fine. He can continue to play in his rock garage band. That works for me. They have won eight straight. Thibodeau, Tom Tibbs has, I think, finally come full circle, having been an assistant with the Knicks. And now... He's got them playing good defense. They're the, one of the best defensive percent defensive teams in the league, allowing the lowest percentage of shooting. Quickly, Quickly's been fantastic as a rookie. Very good. Randall is finally translating Rand- all, Randall all of that in the MVP discussions. Maybe should be. I'm definitely because without him, they would finally. Be he's finally translating all that that potential and talent he had when he was drafted by. By the Lakers at seventh overall, and he broke his leg in his first NBA game. Right, but finally translating all that potential into a career season. Well, no, at the same time, Julius Randle didn't have a chance to play long enough. He was in LA and then gone. Then he was in New Orleans and gone. So I think that he has a chance to play. He's their focal point. He can do it all. He can defend. He can shoot from three. He's a guy, good high percentage shooter. But I will also include this: the Knicks have bumped up to about fifth on the ladder now. Be worried. I'm they not saying the Knicks are going to win the they championship. Are, they but are a very good team. They're a very good team, and Thibodeau's got them playing at a high level. And do not mistaken the value of having two ex-Bulls alongside yeah. of them, Taj Gibson and D. Rose, who came back. 
D Rose has been great for them. He's, he's back been, because he's playing better because he's on the D Rose has been fantastic in that Thibodeau system. And let me say one other thing. Two other guys that deserve honorable mention here. Two other players who were pretty much shelved by other NBA teams. Alfred Payton and Nerlens Noel. Yeah. Those two guys have found a well, home let's in remember, New York. Noel was like a top prospect. He right. Was like, he, he was. He was there. He, he was he, one of the top picks for the draft for the Sixers years ago. Yeah. But then bounced around. Bounced around from team to team, and he's playing. But as a good defender, he's playing is, fantastic as their starting center. And Alfred Payton was left to die. He went. He was drafted by Orlando. Traded to Phoenix. Was not really known for really being a, a decent player. Has come to the Knicks and has really come into his own. I think it's honorable mention for the Knicks. There well, might. Tom Thibodeau should be coach of the year because yeah, he's turned that team around. I do agree with you. They've been they've been playing fantastic basketball. I think it comes comes down to just everything going right for them. I mean, there's a lot that can still go right for them. I mean, you have RJ Barrett still developing. Yep. Um Mitchell Robinson looks to be like a future depoy. Yep. I mean, they have a fantastic system going. They just have, look, I think ultimately this but is the starting it, base for what's, potential what's a, free agents. What's a little bit that and I wanted to get to that. What's a little bit upsetting, in my opinion, for them is they've come out of nowhere. But this upcoming free agency class is kind of weak. If there was a star player, he'd want be looking at the Knicks, saying, "Hmm, that's the destination." Yeah. This free agent, upcoming free agent class is kind of weak. The best player in this class is Oladipo, and he's been inefficient this year. All right, moving on. NFL replay rules. So that's something that's come up lately now. So the the NFL has decided. That not just to have an outside system sitting somewhere off-site, but to have an on-field referee as part of the referee crew making decisions. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? I think it, it can only be a good thing. I mean, the rules in the NFL have always evolved and changed depending on teams whining about about missed calls or controversy or, yeah. or ref ball or whatever. Saints, yeah. Yes. There have been so many rules and amend, amended rules there's still that rule of not surviving the grounding which is a terrible rule in my yeah, opinion yeah. so there there's still a lot of change that needs to be made but is this a step in the right direction maybe but well, we don't know unless uh, with the with the games that are coming up they're going to add another uh, 17th game to the schedule with the new CBA there's the two extra playoff games that yeah. are going to happen so, I, 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 look, I'm on the fence on this one, but I, I will say I think it's going to be just another form of time suckage. Yep. I think you already have the coach's challenge, which can take a long time depending on what the refs are looking for. I think having, I believe, having that outside, outside determiner that can decide the game quickly will just reduce it. It's already long. The football game's already long enough as it is. And I've never had the pleasure of sitting at a football game, ever. Yeah. But I know it would be a long day. But it's already long when you're watching on TV. So I think you know to stop the to stop the game and have another referee come on the field and judge this and view this. I think it's already a long enough system. I don't think you're ever going to get a system right when. It well, comes the NFL, to NFL. Uh, the Shield's always going to make money. They they they're not going to worry about people being pushed away from the game. But look, I understand make... the purpose of replay. I understand you know I'm I'm old enough to remember there wasn't coaches' challenges, so you didn't have time to throw a flag on the ground. Uh, that's Help some teams overturn some crucial calls, but we'll see what happens. They'll have to tweak it as they go. Let's move on. It just depends on the game. So, sticking with NFL, one of the things that's come out of it, and I thought to look into this, is that the Washington football team 
are going to be known as a or the name uh, the name redacted <laughs> redacted name have, have have had they have their website up yeah so their website part of their website's also looking towards fans throwing out their ideas for names yeah. new names so they've been looking for new names okay so there's a few that's come up I've looked on the website and I'll what feel are these free names? to look the monarchs which is one of them which is horrible. That's a terrible name. The Justice. <laughs> oh, the Wolf Pack. <laughs> uh, to name a few. God, these are horrible um, names. I'm surprised no one came up with the Schneiders yet. Have been oh, God. And, he, and well, he's bought 100% of the team. Right. Yep, so that's... Maybe so, he should push for so, that. Sorry, football team fans. But So, look I, look, I suppose... And even the Warriors is also a name. I think the Warriors already maybe, exist. Maybe the Senators... But you already have. We had a baseball team like that. The Washington Senators existed as a baseball team. True, but you now, but you also that might be a little confusing because you have the the Ottawa Senators in the yeah, NHL, but Washington, and a lot of a lot of people in that city are NHL fans because of the Capitals. Right, but Washington doesn't even the football team doesn't even play in DC, so it's not even like it needs to be something that's DC related, like Justice or you know, the, you know. Whatever you want to call it. Well, the name, the 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 name redacted was nowhere near related to the team in general. Right, and then they had, then they had to change the song because it's hailed to the So yeah. they again, had to they had to change the song and the name okay, and the logo. So look, I think this, and I I've heard this on a different show, and I agree. I think it should just stay the Washington Football Team. It's a that's not a great name either. I think it's a great name. The I think it just says team. the football team. And build around that because I think any name that the Monarchs is a World Football League term that didn't work over there, so why would you bring it here? So I th- I honestly believe that this is going to drag on. That these poor fans who are spending time doing well, graphic art and putting it up and showing well people as what long they can as do. as long as Snyder's the owner, I think nothing's really changing with the football team. I mean, they have a good foundation forming with their their. Feisty defense. Yeah, but I'm just talking about but, the name. A name is important. And yeah. I look, I get it. I think in this age of political correctness, it's an, I get it. I do get yeah. it. Because it's a it's a time honored relic from a time when there were separate fountains for for African Americans. But this is this was about Indian, Native Americans, yeah. which has never been touched on in the country, which is a huge issue. But I get it. So now it's we considered have to, a slur. But now we have to consider this because years and years ago in college basketball, you may not notice, but I do. I was old enough to remember the Redmen of St. John's were out there. They changed it to the Red Storm. The Orangemen of Syracuse, Syracuse changed to the Orange. Okay, so what are we going to do for Florida State Seminoles and what are we going to do for Atlanta Braves? What are we going to do for those people? The Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs the, Indians the, are starting to apparently starting to pull back. I still the, have. Then, I will honestly say I have my last fitted Cleveland Indians hat with Chief Wahoo on it, which was considered. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't even have that hat anymore. So it's the it's and you also have the 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 team the team in Hawaii that football team. I forgot their name. Oh, but the Warriors. The Warriors or whatever. So look, it's a it's a discussion. We'll, it's we'll a, see it's a bigger discussion that honestly needs its own like ten minute video. Okay, so uh, Canucks COVID concern. So the Vancouver oh Canucks god, they've have been they have issues. been they have been destroyed. Most of their like pretty much half their team got. Got COVID. Yeah, like some of their stars, like Brock Besser, Thatcher Demko, most of their guys got COVID. Yes, and they had to um, postpone a lot of the season. But they're slowly starting to come back, and somehow the Leafs lost to them. How do you do that? So what Ma- happens Leafs? there? Because I mean, 
can the is the NHL going to well, force con- them to play all their games because they missed so many games? Well, probably, but a lot of their guys will probably be out. Demko will probably be out. Brett Besser will probably be out. Um, um, a lot of their star players will probably be be out if if they do catch COVID again. But the just the thing with the Canucks is even before the outbreak was ha- that happened with them, they were on a slide. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't playing good hockey. Just because they were so, sort of slogging through the North Division, but it might be a case of the the NHL forcing them to play the rest of their games with maybe calling some of their AHL, AHL guys up, yeah. quarantining so, so them it, for I a certain amount of time. A, but I suppose in the biggest scheme of things, could this be seen as the NHL having, I guess, gone away from the idea of what they had last season? Because last season they had specific areas and specific sites. For teams to all play in a well, right now the North Division, no one in that North Division—that's a whole Canada division. No one in that division has faced an American team. It's all yeah. Canada. Okay. And the rest of the teams, the rest of the American teams, um, they they integrate throughout that that right. area. Okay. But there's stringent procedures. But just with Canada in general, they've had tough COVID laws. Right. So how that's going to work for the playoffs, we don't know. It kind of worked last year with the very tight bubble in. Um, I believe it was Toronto, and the two cities were Toronto and Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what's going to happen with that, but Daddy Bettman will probably figure out something. All right, crystal ball time. Steph, Chris Paul, or Jokic as MVP? Steph has been putting up amazing numbers. Jokic has been pretty good, but honestly, I'm, I think Steph, he has been ridiculous. He is the one reason why the Warriors are even competent this year he has been ridiculous he is playing some of the best basketball even in his two mvp years we haven't seen this type of ball from him he's been ridiculous Jokic has been amazing for the nuggets but i just think steph has been like on another level i mean the mvp race has Jokic at the top and curry and like sort of the between that purgatory of the 10th and 10th and 5th spot but Jokic Jokic is at the top right now but in my opinion it should be Curry okay so I'll I'll me the way in Uh, look I'm gonna throw out Chris Paul I honestly believe and every I I know look folks if we had a camera right now you'd see this boy's head on a swivel he's been good hang on let me say something Chris Paul has brought some professionalism Yep. And some structure to this Phoenix team that hadn't had it in a long, long, long time. Yeah, He's come in and he's brought a savvy. He's taken the, some of the pressure off Devin Booker, who I think is a fantastic player and can now play in that space. I think he makes players better around him and they're a better team for it than he's there. Yeah. So I would say Chris Paul's my MVP. I will say this. The MVP usually happens for someone who gets it for a team that has is winning not for a team that's losing well kareem won the won the mvp for the lakers and they didn't even make the playoffs so i know but i think that it's become that situation now where mvp is valuable player for a team that's valuable so i'm going to throw out chris paul let's see how that all pans out when it all comes to the end let's move on ad re- return lengthy so in uh, other words, well, I did see a tweet he did that come back. I did see a tweet that um, Vogel said um, his cap would be twenty five minutes for this mm-hmm. ne- upcoming game. Yes, I think what they're doing with AD is good. 
they're not rushing him back entirely. Mm-hmm. They're just waiting to see what's going to happen with him, especially with LeBron needing to come back before the playoffs, whether that's going to be going to be possible or not. But I I like what they're doing with just slowly easing their their guys back in. Mm-hmm. But they've been on a bit of a slide. Well, look, I think this is the key here. And I'm looking at it past Anthony Davis's return. I'm looking at past LeBron James's retirement. Yeah. Because you're looking as a franchise to be in the Lakers to say, this is AD, and he is your future. Yeah. And he is your cornerstone. Yeah. And he has a history of getting injured a lot. And so now, if you're the Lakers, you can't afford to sort of sit back. But at the same time, you kind of can't because you're in the West. And all these other teams below you. Well, all right now you got to think about think about the present. They're winning. They won another championship. They want more before course, LeBron of ha- eventually that hangs them up. Is closing. I'm looking outside of a window right now that is half open. If you're the Lakers, you see that it's half closed. So you have to think long term. And like I said, this is sort of a dress rehearsal for AD and his future. Going, you're the cornerstone of this franchise. We need you to be on the court. So I get the whole capping off, and the Lakers might be in that position where they can do it now. But it has to be now, and it can't be later on. And then LeBron, if they can hold things together and win a few and lose a few, keep LeBron off the court as much as possible to be 100% healthy for the playoffs. They can't win. They, they won't need... win without either one. Yeah, that's the, we've already we established that. that. Okay. D-Wade ownership. Of the Jazz. Of the Jazz. I like Surprising. it. I like it. It's, 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 it's an interesting move. The Jazz have never been a really glamorous franchise. They've had amazing players. They've had some of the best of all time. Had, they had the great Stockton and Malone. Yeah. They've had, they had Darren Williams. They, I suppose they've had yeah. Kyle Korver. They've yeah. had some yeah. great players yeah. in yeah. the past. Yeah. Yeah. But they've never really gotten over that hump. They've they even had Andrew Danley, who's one of the be- most underrated scorers of all time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They've had some amazing players, but they've just never really gotten over that hump because, like, Utah's a weird a state where where basketball is is there, yep. but is the sports not really the main focus in Utah? Yeah. It's so, all. So I look. I, I I like the idea. I think that Miami's so, probably salty over it. Of course, Mickey of course Mickey Aronson's they are. not happy about that. Of course they are. Because he's, he is Mr. Miami. You think Dwayne Wade, you think, you think Miami, you think Dwayne Wade. Yeah. There's only two players that I can say off the top of my head were really part of that determining foundation that is Miami Heat now. Yeah. Ron Cycli. No. <laughs> not oh Ronnie Cycli. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Goodness. That was in their inaugural year. I would say Alonzo Mourning. Yep. And, and Wade. D. Wade. So... I think if you're the Jazz, I think this is a trend now where you hear about ex, play, you know, retired players, ex players who I mean successful I mean, going. I want a chance to sort I'm, of own a team. I mean, Kevin Garnett took a swing at maybe owning the Timberwolves, but that didn't work. Well, that's the Timberwolves. Yeah, they? and they don't we don't want this guy. Yeah. he was too successful with us. We don't. Well, want him. that was the house he built. <laughs> so and Glenn he Taylor. Target Center. Really? Well, 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 Glenn mm-hmm. Taylor completely. Just got rid of him, and now they have A-Rod taking over soon. I don't know why. But, baseball baseball player taking over basketball team. But I, I like it for the, the Jazz. I think that they can build a, a nice culture. They've already, they're have already they already building a foundation. They yeah. have a superstar in Donovan Mitchell. They have one of the, be- one of the, ba- the 
in my opinion, the ba- most balanced, dangerous team in basketball right yes, now. Yes, they do. They have they have a legitimate super superstar on defense in Rudy Gobert. They can win a championship this year. Okay. So they they've already got a foundation there, maybe okay. for the future as well. Watch this space. Okay, next. This is what was put a form your rent, but we don't have. To, we're running out of time. This is the proposed that now is died. Dead. It's it's the pretty. Dead it's pretty much a super league defense. All right. So for those who are uninitiated and don't watch don't watch football, I'm one of them. So you have in the in there are different confederations. You have UEFA who runs. Basically, all of European football. Uh-huh. Um, they they are the biggest confederation and biggest organization. They have the European Champions League, which has teams like Barca, Real Madrid, etc., etc. Um, now, because of COVID, a lot of teams have been having financial issues mm-hmm. and been wanting a nice burst of cash. They created a 12-team European Super League out over UEFA's head that everybody from... Fans of the game, to pundits, to legends, to even whole organizations and politicians have despised. FIFA has never been an organization that's been against something like a cash grab, but they are have been against this for once. Everyone in the football community has been united because this is a this was a terrible, terrible cash grab. It featured team six Premier League teams from the English Premier League. Featured ba- Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Atletico Madrid. Twelve teams in this so-called billionaire boys club, and it produced an absolute vitriol reaction from the fans, and rightly so. And you have the American owners like Stan Kroenke owning Arsenal. Um, the Glazers, who own Tampa Bay and own United, they and Florentino Perez um, owning Real Madrid, they have really been at the forefront of this European Super League. But now the sixth Premier League teams have pulled out. Um, AC Milan and Inter Milan pulled out, and Atletico Madrid pulled out. Every other team pulled out. There was only three teams remaining: Juventus, Real Madrid, and Barcelona. It's pretty much dead in the water. But your reputation is destroyed. Like, there are literally Arsenal fans protesting Kroenke to get out of Arsenal. Okay. This is a this was a terrible blight for football as a whole. Okay. It, All right. So, let me... I don't watch soccer. I don't claim to watch soccer. I don't claim... Maybe because I'm from the States. You know, MLS, as an example, has had some success, but I still don't think people have caught on or really care, but um, that's just me. There is a I think it's for... about... Them taking a swing, and you know what? Well, they want more power and money from UEFA. Hang on. Let me finish. Money talks, and I get it. And this was against the purists who felt that this was just a a wrong thing to do. Well, because football doesn't need franchise. It doesn't need a franchised league. Okay. It's not... Football does not need a franchise league. Because in football, you have the Premier League, for example, you have... Four teams that can make it to the Champions League, and they earn their right to be there. Look at Leicester City. They came out of absolutely nowhere to win the whole thing and got earned their right to be there. In the relegation zone, you have four teams that didn't do well, and okay. they get moved down to the Champions, okay. champ, the the second tier of English football, which is the champ, the championship, and then uh, other teams get moved up. I understand. I understand some of that. I suppose that this is not going to be the end of it. 
Don't uh, think for a second that they're be. not going to... No, it Don't think be. for a second that this is just a, a drop in the ocean. They'll try it again. This is about money. Yeah. And forget about UEFA getting their... Get, the purists getting their backs up about how this is wrong against the game. UEFA does it for money, and so is this no, league going to well, do Well, UEFA didn't... didn't didn't actually want this. They didn't. They didn't run this. It was the of teams that not. came together. But and the do, teams that came it. together have the most. It's the haves versus the haves nots. Well, there's been rumors of a lot of uh, these American owners selling. I mean, but Cronky's not going to sell the team. The Glazers are maybe looking to sell the team. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of executives have stepped down. United's top executive Edward Woodward's resigned okay. because of it. All right. So, so look, I'd say this is not the end of it. I'd say that it is sports. And it is a business, and things are going to happen. In sports, alignment happens, changes in leagues happen, changes in changes in geographics happen. It's just the way of the world. I mean, I don't think it's ever well, I mean the NFL wanted wants a team in London. Oh, well, for goodness sake, that's not going to happen. No one cares. They're just going to keep bringing teams over to play once a year, and then most people in the UK go good riddance. So moving on. Last note: our Bon Voyage section goes to. Alex Smith, who recently yeah. decided to hang him up. Well, he's had an, he inter- was an interesting s- career. Look, Number one overall pick. Mm. Terrible as a rookie. Great as a, pretty good as a sophomore. Exploded in in skill under the khaki wearing genius Jim Harbaugh, but got re- got injured again. Colin. Replaced with Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick who was yeah, a yeah, baller yeah, at yeah, at yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And. Just sort of got traded to Washington yep. and had a horrific, horrific, horrific injury. That was horrific. And he was lucky to even walk again, yeah, but let alone play in the NFL again. I think a few things out of that, and that's good that you made those points. I would say a couple of things. His first couple of years in San Francisco were bad, yeah. but also under bad coaches. Yeah, He had Mike Nolan and he had Michael Singletary, Mike Singletary, who kind of just... Hopped into the job because no one else wanted it. So I think that was it. Once Jim Harbaugh got on, he got a little more consistency. And, of course, with Andy Reid, his game blossomed. Yeah. I'm not – I would not put Alex Smith in my top ten because no. I think he was a good he managing was, quarterback. He yeah. was good at managing. He didn't make turnovers. Well, he was a safe quarterback. He wasn't a, a flashy right. quarterback. Right. So, obviously, you know, he got to where he was with Kansas City, and that's all they can go as far as they can go. And then Andy Reid said, "I got this guy Mahomes on the bench who's ready to go. Let's move on," which was a, which led to a great success. I will say that in his two seasons in Washington, his record was pretty good. He yeah. was five and one in his last season at Washington before he. And they gave right. seventy million dollars to seventy so, million dollars. I would say on one leg, he did more than the two quarterbacks that the Washington was throwing out there after he. Dwayne was, Haskins um, and Kyle well, Allen. Not even Dwayne Haskins, Kyle, Allen, and then Kirk, Kirk Heineke. So oh. look, oh. I. I Heineke's think that he's done well, Taylor Heineke. Look, Got himself uh, a new contract. I'd say I would say that it's 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 an achievement for someone like him to have suffered such a bad injury, come back on the field and, and be able play to at, walk. And be able to walk and play at a high level. So Bon Voyage, we give you a salute and a bon voyage, and I think that also salutes the end of our episode. Yep, that's gonna be in the end of this episode. We were a day late, but we're we're gonna move on from that. Next week we will have the draft. Yes. And that's going to be interesting. I already have a mock draft ready, and I'm going to compare the results from the actual draft to my mock draft. They're probably going to be entirely wrong. 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 Yeah. But that that does it for our show this week. Make sure to 
to follow the podcast for more upcoming episodes. And if you're an Australian listener, I've got NRL content coming. It's in the works. And I'll see you, and we will see you guys later. Bye.